0: One of the biggest hurdles for many of us when wanting to start our own podcast is the technical. The gear, the sound, the setup, the audio proofing, the recording a session, all those wires and software, and what the heck is a DAW? It sounds kind of overwhelming, but this week's guest, Scott Slaughter... Who I had an amazing and more in-depth interview with in the previous episode, so make sure to listen to that one too, breaks it down for us in this episode practically. His checklist is all about what you'll need to know when starting this process, and even more importantly, when to ask for help. And we've even included our very own sound consultant who agreed to let me share his info if you need help getting started. So, make sure to check the show notes for the links to reach out. His name is Daniel Turek, and he is amazing, and is also one of my Avant House Media team members, and works on many of our shows weekly. So, I know for a fact that if you want to make this happen, listening to this episode and calling Daniel will get you started. So. I like to give checklists or step-by-step processes to our listener. Yes, you do. Can you share? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Can you share your checklist for building your own home studio?
1: Um, Cool. Yeah, I can, I can share with you kind of how I thought the process through and I, and I think the elements that are involved. um, I think one of the first things you have to think about is what type of interviews you're going to be doing. You know, I think uh, remote interviews require different aspects than in-person interviews. So, and, and you want to look at your sound quality. And one of the ways I think I decided on sound quality was listening to a lot of different podcasts and deciding what was important to me. And I realized early on that for us, for me personally, sometimes the content didn't matter. If it sounded really good, I stayed in, in, engaged. you know. And I think we talked about in the interview yesterday that you know learn, jumping in with this, a, a level of sound quality and learning how to fill it with content was productive for us. And matching those two down the road instead of waiting to get it right. So uh, sound quality, um, You know, uh, whether you want to use a natural sound treatment for your studio, what type of space do you have? Some people have an office that they can use. I see you're in uh, your bedroom, which I've seen a lot yes. of podcasters do. And natural sound treatments are like uh, cloth drapes you can hang cloth on doors, you can hang pictures, things that will basically absorb sound and keep sound from refracting off the walls. Uh, one of the things I personally despise is hearing the air conditioner in the background of an interview. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so being able, like right now I'm, I'm probably a 10 degrees warmer than I should be because my air conditioner is off their washer and dryer are off in the other room and I still have the room treated. Um, you know, we used a sound consultant. You know, we talked a little bit about what that is. Uh, we used a person that helped take a look at the type of room I wanted to treat and then tell me how to do it in a way that was affordable. And then uh, and then you got to look at gear. So I see you and I actually have the same exact earphones.
0: We do. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to remember if I told you about them or if you just found these on your I, I, own. I, I, I just don't remember. I
1: didn't find anything on my own. Somebody told me everything <laughs> to buy.
0: <laughs> okay, or maybe Daniel just loves these yeah. as well my brother's actually a sound engineer and he bought these for me. And so maybe it's just a fan favorite among sound engineers. I
1: think they're a little softer than the average. They're a little bit more. They were like 130, but the, you know the the ones we use in the studio are about 100 bucks.
0: Should, should we tell people what these are because they're not looking at us? Yeah.
1: So I don't. Here, I'll read it. I'm going to take them off and read it. Uh, these are DT 770 Pros, and I think. Uh, I use a company called Sweetwater where I buy all my equipment from and I have a tech there that I call when I need stuff and he helps me match equipment so I can buy the right cords for the right mics that go into the right speakers that go into the right clouds and none of this I knew before I started. All of this I learned along the way and I couldn't, I actually probably couldn't walk you through a purchase, but
0: <laughs> I, I could tell you- You can walk people through the process of how to get I, to I can purchase. tell you the <laughs>
1: elements that are important, so- you know, you, I, I think you'll agree a, a, a powerful computer, whether it's a desktop or a laptop, something that can process information quickly. Mics are a personal choice, but you and I have talked about sure mics. This is what we used in the studios, and I found that that, that ability for it to compress sound uh, and not have to have bafflers and not to over-treat my room uh, gave us a sound quality that we really uh, felt good to us. And then booms and or mic stands. Uh, So where you're going to be sitting, how you're going to be sitting, if you're going to be at a desk, if you're going to be sitting in a chair or on a sofa, that all determines on what type of device you need to hold your mic. What else do we need? Headphones. Obviously, you and I were talking about headphones. So uh, we like to hear the sound. I I like to do interviews with headphones. I don't know how Mm -hmm. people don't do it with headphones personally, but oh, an interface is a really important piece. So the interface is something that takes all of the sound and compresses it to a readable source for your computer, right? Is that, is that an accurate definition?
0: I like it, yeah.
1: It works, yeah. And they they range in price. Um, we actually ended up putting a inexpensive, I think they're called SureLights. Mm-hmm. We put an inexpensive one on Laura's computer upstairs because she does a lot of remote interviews. We actually mm-hmm. take one of our Shure mics from the studio and put it up there, so I move it back and forth depending on its use. And then we have like a Universal Audio Apollo, which is the one that Daniel put us on. And the important thing that-
0: what is that?
1: Um, this is, the, that interface is a four-channel interface, so I can hook up four mics to this inter- interface. And one of the things okay. I was going to say is important is understanding if we're going to have three or four guests and I only have an interface that has two mics, I'm, I'm not going to be able to record that third guest. So Laura and I looked down the road a little bit and thought we might have four guests at some point and it might be important for us to have uh, an interface that'll host four mics. So I think the most we've had at this point is three, but I do envision having a larger studio down the road um, and I would like to take this device with me. Daniel assured me it would la- it would outlive me. He said this <laughs> this oh, interface, wow. yeah. yeah. Um, and you and I talked a little bit in the show about uh, one of the mentalities that you take into purchasing equipment can be uh the idea that a lot of this upper end equipment resales uh really well, so if I go on uh, if I go on uh eBay right now, I can probably find a handful of these Apollo interfaces for sale that are used uh, and if you're looking for a first time purchase, you too can also find that. Um, we chose to go brand new personally
0: that's a great point though for budget yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. I threw in a couple of external speakers because I like to listen back to the sound. And I also listen to music when I'm at my computer. <laughs> so uh, nice. it was kind of an excuse. Um, and then I I, I like lighting <laughs> around my computer. And uh, I like to have a little ambiance around my setting personally because it's just, it's just the way I am
0: how do, How does that help you the ambiance? what it would you like about it? Is it for the it's for you for the guests?
1: It makes me feel creative, and I think it makes the guests like I'll burn a candle when the guest comes, and you know I'll turn down the lights so that they feel you know you and I talked a little bit about creating a feeling through audio, and I think that uh, that's only done. I think our best interviews are done in person when we can look the person in the eye and all of those external factors I think. Uh, are also felt through the audio, uh, and if you have a great post person like Barcy, she can really pick up on those those nuances, those little things that are going to evoke emotion or put a point make a point a little bit bigger, or you know just really help tell the story through sound so well, thank you yeah, yeah, but I think that that 's something to think about, and you know people just want to get on a mic and start talking, but there 's a lot more that goes into creating a well told story with with sound.
0: I really appreciate you mentioning that actually the ambiance that you provide and that, and you know, if you're not in a studio, there's ways to create an energy virtually as well, right. Mm-hmm. Through how you start or how you welcome your guest, or, you know, just ways to create an environment for everyone to feel open or whatever they need to feel energized, whatever your show is about. But I'm always appreciative of that as a, if I'm ever a guest, when I can sense that they care about my being there mm. in, a, in a way that kind of caters hospitality-wise to the experience.
1: I agree. I think we've had a number of guests tell us. We've, we've interviewed a lot of people who've been interviewed a lot, and one of the things that comes back to us always is how safe they feel. And I think that's what you want. Yeah. When you want somebody to tell a story they haven't told or even tell a story they have told but in a different way, creating a space where they feel like you're professional, that you're safe, and that you're going to take care of their story is, is the most important thing you can do. I agree. Yeah.
0: Thank you for that. Yes.
1: It's been wonderful, again, to be a part of your, your crew.
0: Thank you, Scott. This was great. Thanks, Barcy. Thank you for listening to Be Bold Begin. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so as not to miss an episode. So the best way to ensure you get all the new episodes is by subscribing. Help us build a positive community by joining the Facebook group, also called Be Bold Begin. I'll be checking it daily to answer and acknowledge any of your questions and comments. Stay positive and safe out there.